0: Good morning and happy new year. We've been having a little bit of technical difficulties here at the station and Laura Flanders was uh, uh, featuring dead air this morning. Um, So a little bit of, I think that was uh, David Sanborn for you playing an endless version of
1: (laughs) (laughs) spooky. Marianne grabbed a. A CD to put on, but it turned out to be just one track, so it <laughs> just
0: kept playing over and just over and over. Keep pushing that
1: button.
0: <laughs> uh, anyway, we're uh, Linda Perkins, and I are very, very happy to be spending New Year's Day with you, and it's time for uh, Food Talks.
1: Morning, Marianne. Morning, Linda. I got my apron on. You do! I know, I know. Oh, and thank God, because this morning... And I'm not much of a drinker. I mean, this is probably like a New Year's Day story. But I was just sitting there drinking coffee, and I had my thumb, you know, through the handle like you do. But then my hand just like forgot to hand like just <laughs> forgot like what it was supposed to be doing. And it just let go of the coffee cup and it swung down and it didn't like land plop in my lap. It just described this big arc of coffee <laughs> as it swung across my body. And I'm like, What the hell, you know? I mean, just what oh. the hell? And that was like my, you know, first experience besides like opening my eyes oh, my uh, of 2024. And that doesn't bode well. Hey, take heart.
0: You know how they have uh, elephants just spray paint across Canvases. <laughs> yes, you could be you I could be personalizing know. aprons and I, make a full. I'm fortune. gonna sell
1: it for $72. <laughs> <laughs> well, happy new year. It's pretty dry now
0: though.
1: I'm on. Oh my gosh. Ay.
0: <laughs> we are very uh nearly out of the holiday season. Oh, I was. We're just... still Kwanza- Kwanzaa.
1: Yes, but uh, my family doesn't celebrate Kwanzaa, so that's no work for me. And, and we've got like six weeks free from holiday stuff. The next one, I think, is Valentine's Day, and that one's not a lot of work.
0: We don't usually do anything special for uh,
1: President's Day.
0: No, no. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, sh- it's a shopping holiday. What yeah, can I yeah, say? They're yeah, all shopping yeah. holidays. But um, but I'm at
1: a point in my life where I really don't need stuff. <laughs>
0: I, like you, uh, don't actually celebrate uh, Kwanzaa as such, but I got to say I celebrate Kwanzaa food like crazy. Oh, like, yeah? Well, African, you know, yeah. I mean, there's so much great food coming out of there. And um, Yawande Komalafe, I think her name is, has a great cookbook, maybe more than one, but I'm only familiar with one. Um, That I can't recommend highly enough because everything in there is so stinking delicious and flavorful and a whole new way of thinking about uh, ingredients that we already know or maybe don't use all the time. I don't know that cookbook. Uh, Her last name is K-O-M-O-L-A-F-E, I believe, Comalafé. Okay. Okay. I should look it up while I'm talking. I
1: think I remember um like maybe not this year but previous years her books being on like best of lists. Yeah, she's uh she's wonderful. Her
0: recipes are really reliable. The thing about the recipes is if you like me are not really familiar with cooking from that part of the world a yeah, lot I'm not. then I mean if you get past uh jollof rice I'm lost. Um, <laughs> then uh it is uh sometimes there will be ingredients that we just don't have on our shelves yeah, yeah. uh but it's so worth it it's so worth it okay. and what i have discovered uh, in the past is that um if you find something and buy the ingredient for that one recipe if you are cooking out of uh from her recipes you will find many ways to use the rest of that stuff so okay. um yeah she's nigerian mm-hmm. and um so she she Uh, Concentrates on Nigerian food, but not exclusively, and she's incredibly, incredibly talented. So, yeah, Yawande Komalafe, Um, if you want to find something fabulous for uh, Kwanzaa.
1: I was mentioning, you know, those best-of lists, and I like cookbooks. Yes. And um, so there's cookbooks that, that I read about that interest me, and I'll buy them. But another way for me, um, the way I probably rely on the most, well, there's two of them. I always look at, like, the James Beard Award nominees and also for cookbooks and also the um, uh, International Culinary Professionals uh-huh. uh, Institute, or I got some part of that wrong, but, you know, <laughs> what I mean, they are yeah. awards too. And then, um, but... Um, you know that that free uh, website eat your books that we always yes. talk about eatyourbooks.com they they put out um, they compile lists from um a book cookbook store Owners around the world. Yes. And then yes. Um, ask them what their 10 best sellers for the year are. And then they just print those. You know, what does Paul's has a cookbook store? What does that one say? What does Kitchen Arts and Letters say? And uh-huh. they just all of them tell what their 10 best sellers are Australia, Germany, Denmark, you know. And it's really interesting to see those. Yeah. And so I remember her being on those lists. Really? Yeah.
0: Well, I'm a fan. Um, I'm a fan. So we're uh, looking at cooking massive amounts of food in honor of whatever the the celebration du jour and now we're kind of like cut loose
1: (laughs) i know i know we get to just be normal yay yay (laughs) so what are you thinking about cooking well um you know a couple nights ago last night was new year's eve so we had ribeyes and that's what dale wanted and that's just fine and they were really good I grill them, but the night before I made souvlaki, and I love Greek food. And I've been trying lately to make things that I really, really like. Do you know what I mean? As yeah. opposed to just
0: yeah, I like totally spaghetti. know what you mean. I
1: like spaghetti, but I mean, you know, yeah. But it's not on my top ten list, and yeah. but it's so easy, so I it's make it. It's
0: very different cooking for a person you love, and cooking for for both of you yeah it's you know what you choose is very different yes yeah
1: yeah I I like spicy stuff a lot more than Dale does and that's not true but but spicy stuff does not love Dale that's the way that I should put it (laughs) but um so I made souvlaki so I like gyro sandwiches but I just don't regularly have lamb laying around the house but I had pork tenderloin in the freezer and so what I did is I put it in a marinade and um um Normally, if you make souvlaki, you cut it into little chunks and then you skewer it. And that's a lot of work, you know, and then you put it on the grill. But what I did is I um, I cut the pork tenderloin. I, I, I marinated two of them. I cut them in half. So you got two sort of pieces. And then I cut those into like about finger thickness um, rods. Ah. So the reason was... They wouldn't fall through because I've also chopped the, when I've made souvlaki, chopped up the pork and not put it on a skewer and just throw it on the grill, but a quarter of it falls through. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we got squirrels on the grill, you know, once it cools down, yay. But, and the dogs are super interested, but um, um, I just made it into long pieces. You know, maybe they were eight inches long, um, maybe six inches long, but just kind of um, finger, thickness batons, and, and I grilled those. And the reason I did that is I just love the grill flavor, the grill marks. And so then it had a whole lot of surface area, you know, to to grill. And then if I wanted to, I could cut them in half or I could cut them into little pieces, but it ended up that they fit into the naan bread just perfect. Oh. So I made some tzatziki, and then I also um, just chopped up cucumbers and onions and tomatoes. And and that was enough, and, and it was really good. So the marinade, this the recipe I use is... Um, the serious eats recipe from our friend, the internet. Oh yeah. And, and it works really good. So in a, 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 for the marinade, it's half a cup of, of olive oil. It says extra virgin olive oil, but I don't need to spend that extra money for extra virgin. I just use olive oil. And then um, uh, half a cup of red onion, but I just used sweet onion because that's what I had. Two garlic cloves, but I used about nineteen. No, <laughs> but I mean I used probably six. And then um, a quarter cup of fresh lemon juice. I had that. Um, two tablespoons of red wine vinegar. I didn't have. I had some really expensive red wine vinegar, but I didn't have any cheap stuff, so I used white wine vinegar, and that was just fine. Two teaspoons of Greek oregano. I had that, but I also had some Greek seasoning, you know. And so I put in the Greek oregano, and then I put in an equal amount of Greek seasoning.
0: Well, I wonder what uh, is in Greek seasoning besides oregano.
1: You know, I think there's dill, and there's red pepper flakes, and I think there's other stuff too, and I just don't know what, but yeah. I know I like it. You yeah. know what I Yeah, mean? <laughs> I do. I do know. And so that's, and then there was salt and pepper. And um um you just marinated. It. it says for up to an or, or for an hour but not more than two. And you know how pork gets kind of slimy if it's in something with acid too long. And I grilled it and I grilled it on high so that it got um good grill marks in the two minutes that I grilled it on each side. So not not four sides, but just two, you know, two minutes, flip it over two minutes and it was done and it was really good. I just I love Greek food and so I was really happy I made that. I used non bread that I bought. It was in the freezer, Uh and so um, I I let that thaw, and then I just put it on the grill, and it it was maybe um, 40 seconds each time, and then you can just feel when it's soft, when it's flopping around as opposed to, you know, stiffly flipping, Yeah, and so that was really good, too. Yum. So often, I'll put naan in the toaster, and just on, my toaster goes from one to six, just on the two setting, and that's just fine, and it gets really soft and good, but yeah, I really, really like suvaki, so that was fun to make, Yeah, and um well now
0: you asked me um to b- bring a recipe that I had for you that is very greek sounding the lemony chicken
1: yeah, so it was a soup that the New York Times and I don't know why I'm too cheap to pay for that website. I'm going to stop because I just keep asking all my friends, "Copy this for me. Copy this for me." But um uh, it was a a soup. It was a lemony soup with um I think chicken meatballs with feta and then some spinach in it. And It just sounded really good. I think I'm on like a Greek roll.
0: You are. That's a gr-
1: <laughs> What is a Greek
0: roll called? <laughs> Let me
1: think. Let
0: me think. <laughs> There's got to be a name for that roll. I'm
1: on a baklava. That wasn't right, but there you go. <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: It does sound really delicious. Yeah. I, uh, I've been braising lately. Oh, because, of course. Because, you know, yep. yeah, that's right. Winter. That's right. So I made um, uh, a version of short ribs that I've never made before. Uh, that A recipe by Alison Roman, who I love. I don't know who she is. She is, or oh, you'll see her recipes on um, uh, New York Times, but also she is a, uh, she has several cookbooks out. Okay. She has a really great dessert cookbook called Not Too Sweet. Okay. Um, I just really like everything of hers that I've ever tried. Okay. and And uh, so I rely on her like we do with people who have not fooled us by giving us a recipe that's got tricks in it somehow <laughs> where you realize it's not going to be good after you spent all that time um but she also has her own um she has a youtube channel and she uh produces a v- cooking video once a week okay so um so I like her very much, Alison Roman, but uh, hers were uh, called garlic braised short ribs with red wine. And it was so simple. That was pretty much it for ingredients. I okay. mean, obviously beef stock, but it was uh, just uh, short ribs, uh, browned, you know, and then um, two heads of garlic. For, oh, that's a lot, huh? Yeah. And um, they're just halved crosswise and thrown in there. Okay. Um, An onion, some celery, some carrots, but everything chopped fine because she doesn't save the veg. Oh, okay. She wants the veg to give you everything they've got, and then she strains the, you know, take the meat out and strain the drippings. So um, a little bit of tomato paste. Uh, half a bottle of dry red wine, and then she suggests that we drink the other half while we're cooking. <laughs> and um, a couple of cups of beef stock, some uh, thyme, parsley, chives, and lemon zest. And um, it was really good, like really falling off the bone, no knife required. You know how right they get when yeah, they're... Yeah, yeah. Short ribs are delicious. <laughs> they are. They're really delicious. Yep and they made it made really good soup the next day. Oh, really? Okay. With all the um I mean because there's a lot of juice in this with a couple cups of stock and a half a bottle of wine and everything mm-hmm. even though you're going to simmer everything for a while it's you still end up with enough to stick it in the fridge overnight and then um just scrape off the fat um and have all of that really good stuff. I just used it for the soup
1: broth. It's almost like a like you could use it for a um french dip sandwich yeah you oh you (laughs) totally could oh that would have been really good now i'm going
0: to have to get more short ribs (laughs) that would have been really good i have trouble with uh, french dip sandwiches made at home and not being very tender oh really the meat not being very tender that would short ribs would be a really great way to circumvent that yeah
1: well that whole braising thing i um i i have a an acquaintance that made a ham once that was like fall off the bone, like, like pulled pork, you know, it was wow. so good. And so I know that if I'm making soup, I can get it like that. But recently I decided I'm going to figure out what it is. And so um, I took a ham and I cut it into slabs that were probably an inch and a half thick. Cause I was going to want pieces for a soup that were about that, you know, cubed. And then um, I, I simmered it. So simmered it, like not boiled it, but just blurb blurb. Blurb blurb, in water on the stove for an hour and 45 minutes that's a long time but it got like that and then when you took the slabs out you have to do it kind of fast because the meat dries out but right you just put it and you pull it into parts and then throw it into whatever you're going to do with it which in my case was soup uh-huh and so I figured it out that's what it is so wow. if you ever want ham like that that's what you have to do
0: and that whole quick part is so important because it it really does dry out fast yeah I want to take a quick sec and uh, let everybody know that Food Talk is a co-production of KMUN, Community Radio, and North Coast Food Web. And I will just briefly, because I harangue you on these points all the time, <laughs> go to those websites, would you? It's a favor to you. Be nice to you. Yeah. Northcoastfoodweb.org, KMUN.org, worth
1: the trip. That's all I could say. You know how you were talking about drinking that half bottle of wine when we make it. Yeah, right. I mean, this might not be exactly about food, but it's about wine. So <laughs> So um, my drive here, I go up the dump road, you know. And just the seven of you, if you are out there today and and you have an extra ten minutes, just go up the dump road because I mean it is New Year's Day and somebody had a heck of a time staying on the road last night. Oh, <laughs> oh my no. Gosh. It's just it's like they were knitting a cable sweater with their car dragging a giant piece of yarn it's just such a random pattern through oh this, the gosh. mud and the, the grass and everything and even onto jan Nybecky's yard you know it's really really something Yikes. so i don't know i felt the need to mention that <laughs> that's actually kind of terrifying funny it and is. then yes, terrifying oh yes, yeah it made me realize oh yeah this because i'm like what the heck oh yeah it's new year's it's Day. new year's yeah. oh people people
0: people <laughs> I'm telling you, I we had an unending dog opera in our yard yesterday because of all the sirens. Sirens at, yeah. at our house it was fireworks. Okay. Oh yeah, that all night long.
1: But sirens. Oh, I suppose cuz people were doing well, New Year's Eve type things all day long. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that. Yeah. Dog opera. Ad oh, yeah. Opera. We had dog opera. They're really extremely oh. talented. <laughs> You know how I was talking about making Greek food, and there's no segue there. I'm not even going to (laughs) try. I spilled my coffee this morning. (laughs) So um, the reason that I was making Greek food is, one, because I love it. But there's this thing that I really like to do, especially in the winter, you know. Um, in the summer, I've got a lot of herbs in my garden, you know, and, and I know that I'm not a good gardener and I know that I kill them quite regularly, but still there's backups. <laughs> I have like seven different giant thyme plants, but, um, um, I really like going to like, a. a um, like restaurant supply store, and buying a big bag of fresh herbs.
0: Those are really... It's just, it's like, like a luxury. luxury. Yeah, to have
1: it. Just like a big bag of lemons is kind of a luxury, you know? Yeah. And so um, I had a big bag of dill. So it was like, I don't know how big those bags are. Maybe they're four ounces, but a decent size... It's sized, a lot. Yeah, bag of dill. And I'd made some... Um, uh, macaroni salad with little baby shrimp, you know that uses yes. a lot of fresh dill, and that was good. But I had the dill, and so I, I made the tzatziki with it, and I put a little in the marinade for the the pork. But it's just I I like having a surfeit of of fresh yes. herbs, and so
0: the thing is, um, you really have to use them in a timely manner. Yes, yes. because otherwise the joy of having them turns to. <laughs> like heartbreak and tragedy the vegetable hospice they go off yeah. i mean i've gotten to the point where i know which ones to put in a glass of water with a little uh you know plastic bag cloche over the top yeah. and that really helps with things like parsley um but uh and and also dill mm-hmm. <laughs> but you know you just got to say, okay, I'm going to use some of this every day in some way.
1: Yeah, because I was going to make tabbouleh, and then I went and got the parsley. Wah, wah, <laughs> wah. I was too late. <laughs> wasn't even fit for soup.
0: Oh, <laughs> <Aww. laughs> I know. That's the thing, I think, for me, more than any other thing, uh, is, is staying on top of it. If I buy even just a bunch of herb, mm-hmm. a specific herb for something I'm doing, if I don't you know like yeah go okay i'm gonna make these three things three mm-hmm. days in a row so that i will use all of this yeah yeah i
1: know but they're so delicious i just love them
0: i know do you grow mint
1: i do and that's so funny because i had to buy a big bag of mint because i was making something around christmas time just a salad that required mint and then i looked out and i'd been i'd been baking and baking and baking and baking and so i hadn't even really showered let alone looked out my window and so <laughs> so um my mint plant which isn't a big, big container was just like these little, like Cindy Lou Who sprigs, you know, (laughs) with Charlie Brown nothings on top. It was so sad. And I'm like, oh, yeah, it's winter that dies, you know. It'll be back. So I had to go get a big bag of mint. And then I got the big bag of dill because I was there and it needed company. Yeah. You can't just have the mint in the fridge.
0: And (laughs) mint with Greek food. I mean, there's a lot of, you know, opportunity there. Yeah. Uh, And also, mint, I mean, has it stayed in that tub? Because it's famous for jumping the border. You know
1: what? And I I think I may have told you this before, but you might be so embarrassed that you've forgotten it. I have killed my mint twice.
0: You know, I remember being
1: completely impressed by that. I know. I just, it it seemed like what I was doing was okay. It was like spreading across the entire property. And so I just pulled it at the edges. And then the whole thing, the whole patch just died. And then once it just died, like, because I was there. (laughs) But yeah, I've killed it twice. And so this time it's in a big container all by itself. So that'll keep it from spreading everywhere. Yeah. But I just don't think it would spread everywhere with my gardening ability. <laughs>
0: it, it's like we're standing in the tub. We know what's good for
1: us. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, shoot. Do you have plans to... Make anything in the near future? Like, are well, you thinking, I should really make marshmallows? Or, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But it's probably not marshmallows.
0: Uh, it's probably not marshmallows. I want to do something fabulous with tofu. And, oh, yeah. Um, I also have found a recipe for a, ch- a combination of prawns and chili crisp that sounds really good because I love both of those things. Okay. So, I've got a few recipes sort of like dog eared yeah. on my phone, <laughs> too. <laughs> Give it a try. I've been trying really hard to um, try a new recipe, you know, pretty regularly because I'm bored. And I was really bored going into winter and I just... Thought I needed to shake it up. Well,
1: that sounds so. like a New Year's resolution.
0: <laughs> yeah, I guess. Let's
1: not call it that, because that just dooms it yeah, yeah, no no <laughs> What well, you were talking about chili crisp and yeah. we both really like that. It's just a Chinese condiment where it's like oil and chilies, but the chilies are crisp. But there's another one. Boy, I'm not gonna remember it's something like chow chu chili oil. And it's just the same thing, old school, but the chilies aren't crisp. They're just in there. So it's oh, just yeah. chili oil. Chili oil. Yeah, yeah, I like it. So um one thing I do like is I love dumplings, just little dumplings. Yeah. And then there's this thing that I always do that's not fancy, but I just use that that chili oil. So it has the chilies and the oil, and I, I use a little, like a, a small spoonful of that, and I add maybe twice as much soy sauce, and I mix that up, and I cut up a bunch of cilantro and a bunch of green onion, green ends, and then, then I just, usually I just use store-bought, you know, frozen wontons, and I boil them uh-huh. up, and then... Um, you know, strain them and put them in that. And I really, really like that. I think it's delicious. It sounds it works really with, delicious. It works with chili crisp, too. But that's just sometimes too fancy. No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. <laughs> it's not fancy at all.
0: Well, <laughs> I'm always in danger of running out of chili crisp because, seriously, I could eat a jar of that stuff all by myself. Um, it that's is good. so delicious on every little thing. And just this very simple rice and veg bowl or a tuna bowl or any of those kinds of bowls that you, you mm-hmm. make because you have things you need to use up. Mm-hmm. And also you want a meal that doesn't require anything of you. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Especially if you have leftover rice and you can just like uh, zap it warm again and top it with a bunch of stuff. Uh, there, you, you can just put chili crisp on that mm-hmm. and have it be delicious. You don't actually have to make See anything. some vegetables
1: and do that. Yep. And then a, a thing that I like when I'm doing something easy like that is to cut up, there has to be a cucumber, but other things you can have yes, onion, you there can has have to be a cucumber. Yeah, red peppers. And then all it is, is it's the seasoned rice vinegar. Yeah. So that's rice vinegar with a little sugar and a little salt in it too. So no oil, but you could put sesame oil, but no oil, nothing, just some seasoned rice vinegar. And that's really good. It's the simplest thing on earth, you know. Yeah, It can be delicious. just cucumbers, Yeah, but it's very refreshing.
0: And really a good way if you have leftover roast veg, um, you know. You can use oh, I it. I never in a thought bowl. of using roast stuff. Yeah. You, okay. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it, it, when I'm doing a rice bowl, I don't want to cook anything.
1: Oh, but this is like a side, like a pickle. Oh, right, oh, right. Like, right, like a pickle, it. a fresh pickle. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But just the oh, rice, yum. just seasoned rice vinegar is just really, really good on cucumber plus whatever else you have. Yum. Sorry.
0: <laughs> I have not had breakfast. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I need to go home and uh, employ my rice cooker. Yay. Uh, I you know I cook for my dogs. I think I've admitted that on the radio already yeah. so it's okay it's too late to be embarrassed by that but anyway, I cook for my dogs and one of the ingredients that they always have in their food every day is uh, brown rice so I almost oh, okay. always have rice in the fridge. I just make a vat of it and then uh, warm it up a little rice bit. Rice
1: cooker. If you don't have a rice cooker that's what you should be getting with your Christmas money. Rice cooker.
0: Oh man.
1: They just make the rice perfect every time, and you're not messing up a burner. I know know. when you get that overflow rice. You can do
0: porridge in them, you can steam veg. uh, I think that they're wonderful. And I I will say that they are multitaskers, so I uh, am happy to grant real estate on my countertop for one. Uh, which I'm not always, I think I've said this uh, only like millions of times, I am not uh, in favor of anything that's only going to do one chore for me. Yeah, but it does a lot of things. It does a lot of things, yeah, that's right. Um, And it took me a really long time to figure out that... uh, An Instapot was just a pressure cooker. I know, I know. (laughs) I'm so easily fooled, (laughs) not fooled into buying an Instapot because I have a pressure cooker, but I didn't realize that I already had an Instapot. Yes, see? gosh. (laughs) (laughs) It's crazy. I'm not sure uh, what your... um, if you have a criteria about gifts that you do or don't consider a gift, but I do not consider anything that does a chore a gift. Oh yeah. Vacuum cleaners. Yeah. yeah, Or a rice cooker. I, you know, I love them, but, uh, it's mostly a warning to my husband. Just don't put a bow on it and expect me to be excited. I'll go trade that thing in on a facial. I you, mean, you can buy it, but it's not for me, it's for the house. He totally knows that. i have not even, it, he, we've been together so long, I don't even remember if he learned that the hard way or he just knew
1: it. He might have just known it. He's very intuitive. Learned it the hard way.
0: But, <laughs> really, um, I would just say to all of you, uh, all of you, if you have someone that you want to get a gift for, make sure it doesn't do a chore. Uh, maybe people like, probably some people like getting a new vacuum for Christmas. I don't know.
1: But from their best friend, <laughs> not their husband.
0: <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, maybe that's it. Maybe it's the relationship. <laughs> I I hadn't thought about that. <laughs> Oh. oh, yeah, yeah. Do you, um, uh, for gift-giving occasions, do you
1: bake or uh, make food items? To- yeah, that's usually what I do because I'm so bad at picking stuff up or picking stuff out. You know, I remember, you know, I, I always think, wow, this is a great idea. But then when it comes to the actual gift-giving moment, I'm like, oh, my God, that's a tie with ducks on it. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's just, it's that. I'm just... I don't have that ability, and I don't even—I don't either. Oh man, it's so sad. What the things I've come up with. So I just cook stuff because, or bake stuff most likely, because it'll go away. You know, (laughs) they're not stuck with that tie with ducks on it for their whole life, and
0: everybody's happy about it. Yeah, you know, that's the thing. I, I am so in awe of people who have the uh, talent for picking fabulous gifts mm -hmm. that aren't even necessarily expensive. Yeah. They're so thought out, well yeah. thought out, and thoughtful. And yeah. I'm none of those things. No, <laughs> and if I ever get one of those, um, I, I'm I'm very grateful. But also, I'm just like humiliated because <laughs> I'm sure that the thing I got for them was like lame. I'm sure it was. Oh my gosh, uh, I'm glad we're past that season yeah. now. Yes, very good. So, uh, Linda Perkins, I wish you a happy new year. And I know that we we wish everybody in the KMUN family a very happy new year. The sun is
1: out. I think it's going to be a good year. I didn't burn myself with my coffee. It was only warm. (laughs) (laughs) And artistic. It was an artistic flair. (laughs)
0: Uh, We got to go. But uh, good news is that John Stevenson is here and going to be bringing us Lost Highways right after the top of the hour news. So that's very good news. That's the kind of
1: music you want on New Year's Day.
0: That's right. You want to
1: sing us out? I'm driving my vegetables. I'm driving my green edibles. I'm driving my vegetables around. I am driving my broccoli.